This episode is sponsored by SandwichPortraits.com with new portraits coming up through October. It's y'all hers. A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related for yet another week. And this is a show where we take a tiny pip, a small ovule concept, and we cover it it with dirt and watch over it. We provide water and we clear the way for light to help nourish it with warmth. And then it finally bursts into a full idea instead of like just a little concept that could stand on its own and reach enormous heights. Or it could also just be burned to death at when the episode is over because you forgot it all. You know, the way you put a pip and then cover it with dirt and then it explodes. You know. Yeah. In other words, we tell you things. <laughs> is pip a word? Uh-huh. Okay. You know, the backup. Like the backup oh. singers for Gladys Knight. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Uh, in other, what? Which, in by the way, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but is okay. without a doubt one of my favorite Muppet sketches. <laughs> what? I don't remember that one. Um, it's like a who's on first, but they have Gladys Knight. Oh, that's fun. Okay, and they're like, I'm Gladys other- Knight too. <laughs> that's cute. I like that. Uh, in other words, we tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. Um, Pete. Uh, tell me whatever you want. My week sucks! <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's the first week of school. I work at a college. Um, I keep eating snacks. Like, and they're, like, Nature Valley snacks, so it's, like, it's still, like, not good for you, but, like, it's the healthier side of not good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess there's something to that. But then somebody gave me a gift basket because I'm so useful. And uh, nice. And that has a bunch of snacks in it that are going to be eaten by me. Off the air, I want to know who gave you the gift basket because I have hypothesis. Uh, not a hypothesis. I have my guesses. But I'm also waking up every single morning at 4 o'clock uh, without any explanation. And then last night, I was finally sleeping peacefully, and then some storm rolled on through at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ooh, I think 3 a.m. is the witching hour, so sadly, sadly, I can't blame it on that. I'm at the post-witching um, hour, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, you wake up knowing that stuff was happening uh, an hour it's prior. The tw- it's the twitching hour. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm the only tech support person for my department, who is dumb enough to actually come back to the office. <laughs> I mean... So, I get all the phone calls because my phone is there, and I get all the walk-ins. Poor and then a bunch of emails come in. <laughs> uh, I just want to let you know that when you said twitching hour, I did an obnoxiously loud laugh like I was making fun of you, and that was my plan, but then there was actually a real laugh that emerged in the middle of my class. <laughs> So I didn't know where one ended and one began. Uh, Yeah, that sucks. I just bought a tea that I was just about to look at, and I might have thrown it in the garbage, even though it just came in the mail (laughs) five minutes ago, which is the thing I like to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, A tea that's supposed to help you calm. And it's not anything I've told you to use already. So 
if it works, I'll tell you. Um, and I already consulted, and it's supposed to not get in the way of prescription meds. So maybe, nice. maybe, maybe you can go an herbal route, Pete. That's all I have to tell you about this week. Is that maybe you can go and on an herbal route? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. I was going to say all I have to tell you this week is that I don't know. I went into some. This may seem like a stretch, but I'm into witchy things lately. But like witchy things that I can reconcile with my religion. Anyway, that that's a complicated thing all on its own. But anyway, um, I'm also into natural stuff lately. Not like dumb shit, but like putting more natural shit on my face because my face is going crazy. And uh, and also I don't want to spend as much money on shit. So this lady who I've been buying natural eczema balm from had a class on herbs that heal your gut and your skin. And then I was like, ooh, I'm going to do that. And for some reason, making natural stuff makes me feel additionally witchy on top of the level of witchy I am already. So I'm getting into herbs and shit like that. (laughs) That's that's all that's worth talking about this week. Uh... Yeah, that's all that's worth talking about this week at all. Huh? I also um, discovered that... I Not discovered. I guess I rediscovered that Fiverr exists. Yeah. And that... I'm, I'm kicking around the idea, maybe paying some independent artists to make crap for our show, since, you know, none of the fans are... <coughs> yeah, first of all, yes. <laughs> Second of all, I thought you said Fiverr with a B. Yes, I rediscovered fiber, and boy, is my bidet happy. Icebreaker. Okay, so, icebreaker? (laughs) I thought we were going to talk about poop again. Uh, Icebreaker, Pete, you want to tell us since you came up with it? Where the fuck is the tea I just got in the mail literally before the show started? God. All right, um... I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about something. I don't like. I'm trying to listen to podcasts to fall asleep, but I, you can't listen to a good podcast to fall asleep. Oh, then you're you listening. You should listen to ASMR. Because then you're listening. So last night, Marissa, I took a page from your book and I got an app that had some sort of calming white yeah. noise stuff, and yeah. that also just had too many options. <laughs> I was if like, I could listen to a campfire and a rainstorm? Huh. No, download it and I'll tell you my recipe. I listen specifically to rain and ocean at its specific volume on a specific app, and it's perfect. So, uh, as I was falling asleep, the icebreaker idea I had for you guys is... Like, Mount Rushmore, I feel like, is getting pretty old. And I know they could, like, touch it up and keep the same faces, but since everybody's always so problematic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you now have the opportunity to make a new Mount Rushmore. Okay. Who do you put on there? Do they have to be presidents? No, 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 no. That's, that's because I feel like every single president <laughs> is problematic okay. in some way or another. So I think the only way we're going to make sure they're not problematic is if they don't really exist. So it's going to be... You definitely jumped down where I was going. <laughs> oh, okay. And even things that don't exist can be problematic. But um, I'm going to say Mickey Mouse. 
Kermit the Frog, Bugs Bunny, and what's in the similar vein of purity? That came out weird, but... Uh, <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Let me... Uh, I need one more. Three is too little. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think there's four, right? Yeah, so I need a fourth. Because I also want to be like iconic. So all three of those are iconic so far. Um, let me get back to you. You start and I'll tell you who the who the fourth is. <laughs> Babar! I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. God, I love Babar. It, so I had my... Or Garfield! Oh, that's hard. Let's talk, so I stopped talking. Sorry. Last year, or last year, last night when I had this idea, I was like, oh man, that for sure. And now, as I was thinking, it didn't come to mind. <laughs> but then it did, so I have to tell you. And I'm not sure if I'm totally convinced, but since I was so convinced last night, <laughs> in a stupor of missing sleep, Suffering from extreme work anxiety <laughs> uh, and everything else, I was like, "The genie from Aladdin has to be on there." <laughs> what? Pete, what? Based on what? That's like horrible. But, <laughs> but hear me out. I thought, yeah, please explain. When you get down to it, by the end of the movie, wasn't he freed of his chains? Yeah. And I think that's a good metaphor, like, or, or not metaphor, but like ambition, I guess, for America. <laughs> I, but didn't someone have to free him from his chains? Aladdin. So, okay. I guess he's not technically, quote, the white man, but... He's the blue man. No, I meant Aladdin. <laughs> To say that the white man had to free the other person from the chains. Okay. I feel like it's a stretch, but I'll go with it. I know it is, isn't it? Yeah, so who else do you have? Two ducks. Just Do Donald and Daffy. Ducks? Oh. Donald and Daffy. I was like, yeah, let's throw them on there. Oh, God, I wish you were just like, oh, just two ducks. Like, just regular <laughs> ducks. One animated person and two actual ducks. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's the fourth? I think I'm gonna go with Lisa Simpson. I think that two ducks is a bit much because why are there why are there so much yeah. duck representation? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as long as you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you still have a fourth floating out there, right? Or did, uh, you, did you settle on? No, it? I said either Babar or Garfield was my fourth. Babar or Garfield. All right. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I could use a dog of some sort, yeah. But I'm sort of blanking right now, so sorry, guys. Oh, listen, dog. listen. Yeah. There's got to be a dog. Oh no, I was like, oh, there's got to be a dog. I don't have a dog. Okay, I'll get back to you. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, listeners, let us know your uh, Mount Rushmore of non-problematic people. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, man, it's so hard. Like, Mother Teresa. People still have, like, bad things to say about Mother Teresa. Yeah. Like, 
MLK. They're like, oh yeah, he's, he slept around on his wife and stuff, and like all sorts of stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's got to be cartoons. <laughs> That's it. Everyone in the world is problematic. You can't say like anyone's flawless. So yeah. Oh yeah. So what if you went in the complete opposite direction? <laughs> Sorry, okay. no, no, you, you don't what? just pick the most problematic people. <laughs> you want us to wait? You just said you want us to pick the most problematic. <laughs> That would be in the opposite direction. But then immediately Jeffrey Epstein came to mind, and I was yeah, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's almost so too easy. And then if I leave out someone like Hitler, because I'm too busy saying, like, people who are problematic to me personally, then I'm going to seem like a monster. Epstein so, yeah. did hang out with presidents, though, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we could go. <laughs> Let's just leave this be. So this week, guys, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of like try to pull back to that wonderful opening that I had that Marissa received so well. Oh, we're gonna talk about pips. And I'm gonna tell you about the last time that I watched the local news and the journey that it took me on, with excerpts from many places. <laughs> I don't even. Nope, don't know what you're talking about, but it should be interesting. When it comes to uh, broadcasting and media markets, the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre-Hazleton area is number 60 um, in the country's top 100. Okay. Uh, Philly is number four. Oh. Portland is 22. Grand Rapids, Michigan is 45. Um, and my market, is <laughs> number <laughs> 60, is nestled between Albany and Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, just as a bonus... If you guys are at a party or something, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't figure out how to make this work as a cool joke, but Roanoke, Virginia is number 69. <laughs> so, uh, okay. this was on July 28th. That was the last time I watched the local news. <laughs> okay. And I observed an, an afternoon story about a kindly couple who received unsolicited seeds in the mail from China. And oh, I thought... Yeah. Holy shit, <laughs> is this what's on the news? The world is on fire, and these people are talking about getting seeds. Oh, but everyone's been talking about that, but even the boy, national news. was I the fool. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of wanted to do it right away. And here's another fun thing for you, listener. I kind of wanted to do it right away, but then I was like, no, no, these other topics are more important <laughs> So, whatever I did in the past, like, three or four episodes, know that I made that decision. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, from an August 5th article in Scientific America. I am going to, by the way, read these in the voice that I think they should be read. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Last week, an official at the Plant Protection and Quarantine Program at the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, APHIS, said so far the agency has, quote, identified 14 different species of seeds, including mustard, cabbage, (laughs) morning glory, and some of the herbs like mint, sage, rosemary, lavender, and other seeds like hibiscus and roses. Interesting. In a press release, APHIS said it does not, quote, have any evidence indicating this is something other than a brushing scam where people received unsolicited items from a seller who then posts false customer reviews to boost sales. Um, 
briefly. Well, like, I've never heard of that before. Like, I'm not disputing <laughs> that it happens, but it must not be that common. Briefly, listener, if, uh, evidently, according to this article, if someone is going to post a review of something, like on Etsy or Amazon or what have you, uh, the review has to be attached to an actual delivery. And so what they would do is they would be like, okay, Marissa Phillips, I'm going to go send some stuff to Marissa Phillips and it's going to get registered as a sale and then I can go in and pretend I'm Marissa Phillips and talk about how awesome the product was. Yeah. The more awesome I make the product sound, obviously the higher up in the ranks I will move in that particular store, whether it be, again, Etsy, Amazon... But if, 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 if product is going to have to be sent out regardless, why not just be like, want free shit? Give us a good review and we'll give it to you instead of them. Yeah. Doing, yeah, like it just seems like you could just achieve this, but without it being in this weird way. Yeah. Because full disclosure, I was getting Amazon products for a while from somewhere in China and I was giving sort of good reviews. I wasn't lying, but I was inflating the review, but they gave it to me for free. <laughs> um, so they could have just sent me seeds. I would have done it. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, again, I didn't totally lie. If I do all the products were fine. But for what you're saying, Marissa, somebody sends you like uh, uh, like a janky remote control or some cheap gadget of some sort, and um, and then they get to write a review, or you get to write the review. Again, like they send you like a cool comb and you go, yeah. man, this comb's awesome. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with that, right? I mean, sure, we got some dishonesty going on, but, you know, look oh, at no, the state of the world. wrong with it, and I'm not proud of myself. But really, who's getting hurt when you're inflating reviews for uh, Amazon, right? Amazon's already the devil, so why I mean, would... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So what a lot of times people do with that stuff is they just throw it in the trash. And that's mm-hmm. what you can do with your seeds if you get them in the mail, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. <laughs> you can't throw them in the trash? If you throw them in the trash, they could land somewhere and germinate. Plant so? them, and they will almost almost certainly grow. Eat them, and you could turn into cabbage. Pete, what the fuck are you So when it comes about? to this seed scam, why... <laughs> Are we seeing a risk? Well, because plants can be trouble. And if you listen to the gross president that we have, so can China. Oh, God. And when you put those two together in a headline, you end up with dreams of killer plants that are coming to get you in the night. But mind you, Pete is not saying from China. He's saying from China. Yes. Like our gross president. Yeah, yeah. Don't be facetious, Pete. That's what you would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. I love saying facetious. We're looking at an all-out attack from literally foreign soil. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Is that verbatim from somewhere? Nope. I wrote that oh, joke. Okay, okay. I like that. It's the second excellent joke that I wrote this week. The first of which I can't tell you because it has to do with work. <laughs> no, okay. We're not. But that is an extreme version of what seems to be coming out about what's going on here. Uh, Laura Meyerson, 
an invasion biologist at the University of Rhode Island who served on the Department of the Interior's Invasive Species and Advisory Campaign from 2016 to 2019 when it was deactivated. Thanks, Trump. Yeah. Has this to say. Uh, Question being, what would happen if the people planted any of the seeds? We don't know. Because we don't know what they are. That I means, thought you just said that they identified a bunch of them. That means we don't know if they'll be harmful or not. Could these be genetically modified seeds? Possibly. Perhaps that's something we don't want to release into the environment. Because once you release that, it can spread to other plants, and they're outcrossing, <clears throat> breeding between two plants that are unrelated. And <laughs> there could be sharing of genetic material, which might be undesirable. If you want to get really paranoid, you could think about some kind of genetically modified seeds that had a gene drive in them to have a particular end. A gene drive being a genetic engineering technique that gets, uh, that guarantees a specific gene will be passed on to offspring. Okay. Also, according to her, when we bring species from one place to another, generally, they don't come alone. It's possible that they're haunted. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's possible when that plant was imported, it brought with it viruses or other pathogens that could be harmful from another area. Um, It's really a biosecurity issue. Really? Whether or not harm is intended. Even if it's just one of those brushing schemes, it has been suggested. As it has been suggested. That doesn't mean... That they're not that there's not potential harm. Well, I will just say a hundred percent. It's very good that I didn't get them because I would have totally quit. <laughs> um, and then another question. I just again going with this devious tone that I like to read all of these uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. articles with. Um, is there any notable invasive plant species that arrived in the U.S. recently? Giant hogweed. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Apparently, uh, giant hogweed is a plant that even if you if you touch it, you just happen to touch it, it can burn you and scar you for life. <laughs> what? I want to know about this. Where is it? Where did it come from? I don't know. But it produces a chemical that burns your skin. And yeah, if you were to touch your eyes, you could go blind. Ooh. That sounded like an excited ooh. <laughs> no, less excited. More like I'm intrigued. But. Yes. To go with your take, Marissa, just like wearing a mask, you can't make people follow the rules, right? Yeah. From a conservative site, The Daily Wire, comes this Did they tell everyone to plant them? (laughs) Weeks before the government warned Americans not to plant the mysterious unsolicited seeds from China that started to appear in their mailboxes, a man in Boonville, Arkansas, planted the seeds in his garden. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. Doyle Crenshaw's story was covered in the media earlier this month when he planted the seeds and discovered they grew squash-like fruit. We brought them down here and planted the seeds just to see what would happen. Every two weeks, I'd come by and put miracle Grow on it, and they started growing like crazy, Crenshaw told CBS TV affiliate KSFM. After Crenshaw's story was reported, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture announced it would remove the plant to study it. Our concern is from an invasive pest aspect. These seeds could introduce an invasive species or an invasive insect pest or a plant disease. I mean, that's valid, but to assume, like, that took a bit. Like, of course, 
Like, I don't know. I wouldn't blame that person for planting them with, <laughs> if no one had told him not to. <laughs> Fox News reported this week that the Arkansas Department of Agriculture incinerated the plant after determining its species. <laughs> because to be safer because it was evil. <laughs> I don't mean like yes. demonic. I don't mean demonic, but you know what I mean. Like I mean like it could like they validated something bad would happen or I don't understand. <laughs> now Marissa, you are more familiar with food. Um so perhaps you know what this is. Uh, department staff performed an unofficial identification of the plants and determined that it was Benincasa? Guys, I'm not a plant. I'm not a Latin expert, okay? Uh, Benincasa hispida. Common name, wax gourd, winter melon, Chinese watermelon. Ooh, I love winter melon bubble tea. <laughs> Out of an abundance of caution, the plant material was incinerated. <laughs> That is dramatic. Winter melons. I don't even know. Do people have winter melons here? I'm talking aloud, but I wish I had a winter melon. Continue. After further discussion with our USDA partners, we will be transferring plant material collected in the future for them to officially identify. So basically, they came down there and they were like, I mean, it looks like a winter melon. Smells like a winter melon. Ooh. Let's burn it. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but in so burning it, they couldn't test it to see if it was. So they sort of did violate the procedures. Um, and it would have been better if they yeah, had it set out for testing. Reports say that a majority of these mysterious seed packets have shipped from China, although China Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin said that the China Post shipping labels found on the packets had been forged. <gasps> said China Post prohibits seeds from conveyance by post and had requested the U.S. Postal Service, quote, send those fake packages to China for investigation. Wait, wait, wait. Now this, now that makes it creepy. I don't, I don't understand. I'll say, though, like, I'm not saying that they're being honest or dishonest, but, I mean, when the finger's pointed at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. That is very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then came huh. Newsweek. Uh-oh. Now it appears that Americans are receiving more than seeds. <gasps> While the origins of the mystery items are unconfirmed, the random packages may be part of a similar scam of which people across the country are on the receiving end. Why don't George... I get any? <laughs> All Georgia... I want is to be a part of this. <laughs> Georgia resident Kelly Liddy told WSB-TV... She received masks from China that she didn't buy. It says China on the label for masks. 1,000% sure I didn't order any masks. This is a complete surprise and doesn't make sense. <laughs> I would just say it'd be a little dangerous with me because COVID has forced me to compulsively purchase things to try and fill a void in my soul because I see uh -huh. almost no one. So, and I've repeatedly bought multiples of the same thing because I forgot I bought it. And honestly, sometimes I don't even remember I buy things. Once somebody gifted me something, and I thought maybe I ordered it while drunk. So if I got, like, something from China that I don't remember ordering, I would just justify it in my head. Right, yeah. I love this woman's... She goes, and it doesn't make sense. That's its own sentence. And it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I like that. I and like it's, like, it's like when you... Uh, I forget who has 
the comedy bit about it, but it's like you get the wrong number and the person just can't believe that you accidentally <laughs> dialed the wrong number. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> um, Frank Tankersley told WSB-TV that he received fake Ray-Ban sunglasses. Quote, I don't think That's people are saying this in goodwill, in my opinion. I'm just afraid that there may be something harmful to them. Those are sinister sunglasses. Um, I'm sorry, this is totally unrelated, but I want you to know it before I forget it. And if I wait, I'm going to forget. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the wrong number thing, people seem to be getting phone calls from my number. I don't know if someone shares my phone number or something. That's happened to me before when I was overseas. And I had the same number as someone, I think, overseas as well. Uh, and I would get their text messages yeah. uh, while still having my phone. Anyway... Somebody called me. I didn't know the number, so I hung up. They called me again, and I hung up again because I thought it was a political call or something. Then they texted me, what the fuck? I can't believe it. You just called me twice, and now you're hanging up on me? Stop being a child. And I was like, I didn't call you. And they were like, what the hell? You're in my caller ID. And then I kept going like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't call you. I don't know what happened. And instead of assuming that there could have been a mistake, she thought that I was just getting a fucking boner by the concept (laughs) of calling her, but then not picking up when she called me back. And then apparently it's very easy to just pose as a different phone number. Yeah, because I definitely didn't call her. Like I looked, but like, man, she was fucking furious. And I'm like, why are you so mad? So anyway, I just needed to tell you because I felt like I was crazy. Also, why did I argue with her? I don't know. I was bored. But if anybody wants to dig into the archives, uh, Julie Klausner has an extended history (laughs) where she keeps getting text messages for a certain person (laughs) who used to have her phone number, I guess. Or they give it out as a fake number. Man, they're fun to read through because she's always nice about it. The one time in Korea, it was crazy, though. It was, like, literally, like, maybe someone in U.S. had this, had, no, you know what, I don't even know. But I would, it's not that I would get a text now. I'd be like, ooh, wrong number. I would get a text, and it would seem like the other person with my number was responding, but I wouldn't see what they responded with. So I would continuously get one side of a conversation. It was fascinating. (laughs) Anyway. That's a different scam, guys. I don't even know. But yeah, sorry to derail. In New York, Dawn Proctor told WBNG that she received a package of socks from China. No invoice attached, no note attached. The socks looked like they were used. We all kind of laughed about it, thought it was odd, and threw them away. That's disgusting. If I got used socks, that would leave me, as the children say, shook. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When it comes to... When it comes to plants, uh, there are invasive species, which are plants that don't belong here and can cause some trouble. Um, but, you know, like, it does it does become a political issue, doesn't it, Marissa? Because, like, you're going to call Mexicans an invasive species. <laughs> but you're going to call, like, white immigrants, uh, what do they call them? A non-native species. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Tulips were introduced to the U.S. from Holland. They were a non-native species, but tulips aren't running around taking over North America like the Mexicans. Sorry. I know you're going to say taking away our jobs, but same difference. (laughs) Um, And like that, 
and this next part don't really have any direct connection to anything. I'm, I'm pretty much done. But um, they also asked uh, that scientist, is there any way to eradicate an invasive species once it becomes established? I thought this was very interesting. Often the answer is no, unfortunately. Many, many, many species are introduced into U the U.S., uh, we've had tens of thousands of plants introduced to this country. Now, all of them are invasive. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. No, guys, I got that wrong. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Now, she's, she's, she's saying, now, not all of them are invasive. But enough of them are that we are spending 20 to $30 billion every year to manage them. Wow. There are some success That's stories. crazy. We employ biocontrol agents to help minimize invasive species, but really getting rid of something once it's been introduced is hard unless you're really on the ball <laughs> and get to it or are darn lucky. <laughs> That's darn a scientist. Darn lucky. <laughs> okay. Huh. Interesting. So I apologize, Marissa. I didn't know that this was so incredibly widespread that you'd be familiar. But uh, I'm glad I could oh, offer yeah, some insight. Oh yeah, but no, I love this topic. <laughs> I never bothered to follow up. I found it fascinating. I was jealous. I wasn't part of it. Um, they're on, like, on the news. They're on some old lady's teeny tiny porch, and she's talking to them through the screen door, and she's like, "Yeah, I didn't order these." <laughs> Wait, she's talking to who? The news. <laughs> Oh, God. I know and you I'm didn't mean like, the seeds, but it came to me as she was talking about <laughs> the seeds. They're just like, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, interesting. No, I I don't know why. I really don't know why, but I could listen to a topic about these seeds all day. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm done. <laughs> but... I, I really tried, too, because I wanted to come in from the craziest angle ever. So I was like, mystery seeds and QAnon. Mystery seeds oh, and yeah. conspiracy theories. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything. And I was like, maybe this one's too easy for them. <laughs> because, <laughs> it, you know. But yeah, the idea that China would send seeds that would be invasive and somehow, you know, carry some genetic modification that would ruin American crops so that we would all die. Like, yeah. doesn't seem that far off in terms of, like, you know, leap padding to that particular conclusion. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, maybe this one's too easy. Oh, but no. Instead, it's going to be stuff like, oh, when Trump apologized or, or, you know, like, said he supports whatever, then he didn't really mean it because he wiggled his eye one way or something. <laughs> Um, by the way, what, were, you, were your sources all local? No, no, no. Um, there was Newsweek. I think it was called the Daily Wire. I did say them. Oh, you if, did? If Oops, anybody, so you can listen back to this episode, Marissa. I mean, I was just curious. I don't need to know. <laughs> no, um, the Newsweek one seemed to just pull quotes from other local affiliates from the uh scranton from no scranton, right? no i actually did find the article from the scranton one but but by that point they were mostly just like don't do it don't plant them don't you don't you do it you know what <laughs> put that yeah, dirt were, back they were speaking right to me <laughs> yeah and me just better. the idea too well. that it's like and don't you dare throw them out <laughs> 
So wait, what are you supposed to do? Light them on fire? You're supposed to send them to, I don't know, some Department of Agriculture. There's no fucking way. But you now received unsolicited seeds, and now you have to pay money to mail them to the government. Yeah, my ass. I would just like, I would do anything but send them. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm not the best person out there in the world. <laughs> and by the but way, you know what? nobody truthful. said you were. But I'm totally being truthful. I would plant them or throw them out. I would absolutely. I would say, you know what? Maybe I'll send them. And then five days would pass. I would be like, fuck this. So then I would, I would, you know, do I'm one kidding. of the two. I was getting excited as I was reading, leading up to what they wanted you to do with, with them because I was like, it says don't throw them out. It says don't plant them. It says don't do anything with them. Eat them. And then I was like, I wonder if they want you to burn them. <laughs> Yo, that would be great. Oh, that would be sick. I really like that. Yeah. But I, it, the other interesting aspect is, uh, you know, like if somebody brought like a, I don't know, like a ship full of Bengal tigers to America just to let them run in the wild. People would be like, hey, that's not cool. But we often forget that plants are living organisms and they do carry, you know, like reproductive abilities, genes and all that sort of stuff too. So so we should careful out them? there. What are you saying? No, no, no. I was just saying like, you know, seeds, a seeds apparently more than just uh flavor stuck on a bun <laughs> what the fuck sesame seeds oh ah okay <laughs> poppy <good>. seed <laughs> that was good oh excuse me I'm not I'm not bored at all I actually really like this topic sorry I'm just tired from staring at a fucking screen all day sing um, it sister yeah I'm, you, you have even more sleep so I can't even complain but uh yeah thank you for that um Man, if I didn't know about this, man, I would be so, like, this would have been, like, this amazing, I really enjoy the topic, but if I hadn't known about it, I wish I came into this fresh, not even knowing it existed. It's been an interesting roller coaster with you, Marissa, because, yeah, you've learned some things, you got a little jealous along the way. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm always jealous when there's something like this, because I want it too bad, though. Yeah, ghosts, aliens, all of it. We yeah. just we just want it too bad to get it. Uh, I don't want aliens. Take that back. Like, I never said if I one came to... by your window and was just like, "Yo, peace." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. Plugs. Do you have uh, anything to plug this week, Marissa? You know, I thought I didn't. Now I forgot. So you go first, and maybe I'll have one by the time this my turn. Man. This is more of like a personal for me to you plug. Um, you got to listen to this new podcast my mama told me. Um, okay. They spell it M-O-M-N-A. Okay. Just so you know when you look it up. Um, man, it's a show that talks about black conspiracy theories. And oh. I suggest to the listener, start with the David Borey episode where they talk about the black Illuminati Oh, yeah. But I quickly went deep into the catalog because there's only like five episodes out. And uh, it's a really mama fun. Mama told it, me or my mama told me? My mama told me. Okay. And I the like cool that. part is, it, it, the, cool, the cool list part is, whatever the conspiracy is, he has his mom say it. 
Uh-huh. I like that. And some of them are kind of like, you know. Okay, that sounds really fun. I'm in the middle of the episode about um, Usher being an intersex person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because there's some of the some things where it's like, I'm a white person. I didn't know that was like a, a cultural conspiracy theory or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely fun to listen to. Um, yeah, that's my plug. Uh. Oh, that's good because actually Last Podcast on the Left is not having a show this week and they usually have two shows a week and I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. So I appreciate that. How long uh, are those episodes? Plug... Do those guys just go on forever? What do you mean? Like when they do an episode? Is it like an hour? Is it like three hours? Like, uh... I'm saying like when you lose a podcast episode where like 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 you know, the hosts will go on for, like, two hours. It's like, oh, God, there's two hours of silence in my life now. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> What do I not, do? <laughs> they have a Wednesday, which is, like, a re- they call it, like, a, I forgot what they call it. But the Wednesday is just when two of the three hosts just, like, mention, like, topical stuff and riff off of it. And that one's, like, an hour. But then the, the Friday ones, which are, like, deeply researched, are usually a little bit more than an hour. So just like I always... I always depend on that Wednesday one to get me over the hump and the Friday one. Yes, it's a weekend. And actually, (laughs) I think a bunch of those shows on the network aren't going to be there. So, like, I'm just so lost. Um, Oh, my plug is not a real normal plug, but you said my mama told me. So I'm going to plug. Are you really bored in quarantine? Do you need something new to do? Start calling your mom by a different variation of the word Mom, and see if she notices. Because recently, just for fun, I went from saying mom and mommy to mama. She never said anything. She just accepted it. And when I came back from Korea, I God, my parents must have been through hell and back with me. Because I, as an adult woman, because I heard one child say this once, and I don't know whether this is a word or whether they mispronounced the English word, but for a good year and a half, I called my mother Moomy, and she never mm-hmm. once asked me why the fuck are you calling me Moomy. That's so a good, see, that's see a good what one. your parents yeah, are like. What? There are some very specific ones that like you don't tend to remember exist. Yeah, you so... Should, ooh, you should call her Bubby next. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if, I, if I make sure to never, like... If I don't say it... Slowly and don't like really enunciate. I'd probably be able to get away with it. <laughs> but yeah, see what you could get away with in terms of ways to refer to your family members, and tell me how far you could get before <laughs> someone goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" That's at five seven zero podwad one. You could do that. <laughs> you could also do that on Twitter at y'all heard pod. Yeah, I, re- I, I, I recommend, need a starting point? I recommend you call your mother Moomy, M-O-O-M-Y, and see if she just lets it go for a whole year and a half unchecked. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's my plug. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, thank you for the people who call, the people who give to our Patreon, and uh, stay safe. Woo! Bye! Bye-bye. Hi. Hi.